From the PSIA AASI studios in Lakewood, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. You're listening to First Chair. And wow, I am so proud of this instructor. We're going to be talking about going for the level two with Lynn Bentley. Lynn, congratulations. Welcome to the show. Thanks, George. Great to be here. So, you have a, a family member who's actually done pretty well in skiing, team member Zoe Mavis. Yes, she's quite a gal. <laughs> and I know there was a time, because she and I actually had an interview where it was like, you know, support about making a career in the ski industry. And as her mom, you really didn't know what all she was accomplishing, correct? That's very correct, George. When she started this, I was a full-time nurse. I had a 40-year career, and my expectation of her was that she would be a scientist. She had, was valedictorian in high school, and she did well in college, and, you know, <laughs> best laid plans, and she's very independent and has a mind of her own, and decided she was going to go another track and we supported her as best we could but four or five years ago you decided that you wanted to give instructing a try what was it about the the industry that that made you want to get in and and try teaching such a great question george it was four years ago when i retired and zoe encouraged me to do it i'm a lifelong skier and i've taught other people to ski, but never in a formal manner, nor have I ever learned how. I also love people. So I thought, you know, I love to ski. I love people. If someone will give me a chance, what the heck? I may as well go ahead and try it. But no real goals other than just to have fun and share my love of this with others and be something I could do for the next five to 10 years or however long I could manage it. So that was the initial goal. And you came into it, though, and you joined PSIA right away. And your first year, you really started to train and, and get ready to take your level one. The community that I found at our little area, Eldora, was quite exceptional and not what I expected. And our head trainer at the time was you, George Thomas, and you were very instrumental in encouraging me and also giving me the confidence that I needed to try this. And so we have a community there that, despite not having a lot of formalized training, do help each other and support one another. So, yes, that was a, a goal to get through that and then to continue with whatever the next steps were. And I found I loved it. I just love teaching and people and learning the method, which is very much aligned with what you have to do in nursing. You have to be very methodical, very careful, very precise. And when you bring that into the teaching realm, it's similar because you have the same connection with people and you have to go through a method and uh, a sort of organizational way of transmitting or translating knowledge and communicating that to people. And there are lots of different ways to communicate. So I thoroughly loved every minute of it and just soaked up all the advice and clinics and listening to my colleagues and was grateful for all of their support and willingness to share their tips and tricks and tools. And you got your level one. Can you remember how nervous you were going into that <laughs> assessment? <laughs> 
Yeah, I think, yeah, I'm not sure if I cried, but probably did. Yeah, it was pretty nerve wracking. Yeah, it was a lot to learn all at once. Well, and it was interesting, too, because I do remember and... Yes, we did work together. I want to be upfront about that. But I mean, this was you. You really put in an incredible effort. And I am so proud of you for getting your level two. Um, but you got your level one and then you immediately started working on your CS1. Why is that? Why didn't you just kind of go, you know, I'm doing this part time and this is fun and I'm really enjoying the learning. What was it that motivated you to continue to um, get some more certifications? My sort of way of being is that I understand there is a standard, and if you can have a certification that is a reflection of your quality of the product that you deliver, then to me that's important. I would prefer to deliver a high quality product or as high as I can at the point at which I'm I am in my career. And that certification is recognition that I have achieved the ability and demonstrated the ability to deliver uh, an experience and a product that is of a certain quality. And I work with a lot of kids, tons of fun, and I thought it would be important for me to have the ability to teach at a certain level and then the certification which tells the customer or me that yes, I have achieved this standard which lets them know that my the quality of my teaching is at whatever the standard is. So that's why I think it's important to get certified. It does let yourself know and others, in addition to being fun, uh, I feel like I have oh, elevated my teaching ability and my ability to work with people through the certification process. So those are some of the reasons I wanted to do it. Now, the children's specialist was not a walk in the park for you, was it? And you work very well with children. It was much more difficult than I expected. There were many theories I had to learn. The teaching is quite uh, specific to certain ages, and the way you teach has to be geared to their, their cognitive ability, their emotional ability, and their physical ability, all of which mature at different rates. And what I found is that as I teach, I must look at each child individually, and then if I'm teaching a group, sort of how the group works together and gear my teaching toward their developmental stage and their ability to sort of manage themselves among others. And so that was quite a bit different than I expected. It's not like just being a grandma out there or auntie playing with the kids and babysitting. This is really involves some rather um, not difficult concepts, but really a lot of concepts that have to be integrated and managed in such a way that they apply specifically to you have to be able to 
uh, evaluate where the student is and then teach to them where they are rather than meet them trying to meet me where I am. I have to meet them. It's a real partnership, so I have to meet them where they are and gear my teaching to that. Far more difficult to learn all of the, not just the body mechanics, but all the theories that we had to go through. And then how do you teach that? What do you use for kids that will communicate to them? Because they don't communicate the way adults do. So without being too much more wordy, that's sort of it in a nutshell, I guess. <laughs> now, that was the end of your second season. Your third season, you started your level two. When you completed your CS1, did you feel like, yep, I'm going to just get right to work on the level two? How did that process start for you? That was intimidating. And I was unsure if I could ski well enough, uh, understand movement analysis well enough, and then translate it to that higher level. And I had not taught many level two classes, but I mentioned the community that I found at this little area in Colorado, and they were so supportive and encouraging of me, I felt like at least it would be worth trying it. So... The level two, I knew that I had a lot of work to do on my skills, so I attended many, many, many clinics over and over again, not just once, and I ended the season at National Academy and was fortunate to have a coach who went through and helped all of us in the class refine our skiing and sort of the precision skiing aspects of it. And when I came out of that, there was an assessment uh, being held at a basin in Loveland a couple weeks later, and I signed up and took the skiing and was fortunate to have just had that training and that coaching was able to pass the skiing portion last year at the end of last year. So then you went into this season and you had Teach and MA to work on. How did that fill your season? And do you feel, I mean, I can't imagine that the answer would be no, but did that change the way that you taught or approached a lesson? It, it revolutionized everything. And I have a group of gals who've gotten together with me and three other women who teach at the same area where I teach. And we met several times over the summer and early in the fall to help develop a bit of a method for doing movement analysis. One of the gals has um, someone she has worked with and gave us a lot of tips and pointers. I wrote out an algorithm and a, a grid and we reviewed skiers using that sort of algorithm with a, a, a pressure fundamental and then either the uh, edging or the rotation. And using that helped to ingrain some of the words, the the choices that you need to use for vocabulary, and it helped train my eye looking at different um, portions of the turn and where their, their body was aligned and, and what they were going through based on the specific fundamentals. And as I went into the year in teaching, what I found it did was help me to choose a drill that would more accurately assist any of the students that I was teaching in accomplishing the change in their stance that would help then be translated into the movement of their skis. 
And how did you feel when you went into your assessment? Oh, Lots of confidence scared or scared to death? To death. Okay. No, I was scared <laughs> to death. I, I was really worried. And part of it is not knowing. And I have some friends who teach elsewhere and they have you know, weekly coaching sessions. And so it, it was a, it was rather intimidating. But what I found is that once we got into the actual day, the uh, examiners while they required a certain level of ability, also were very kind. They made an effort to help us be successful. There were no tricks. They weren't trying to catch us in something. It was very straightforward, and we had to just finish the task or not. And so that helped a lot. The other thing that was really helpful, I keep talking about this, is the community. The students who were in the assessment program, all of us really bonded and helped each other, encouraged each other, and comforted each other if we we didn't do quite so well. So it was a big help. So there are all sorts of excuses we can make for not wanting to do any uh, progression in in things like this or set goals. And there are all sorts of roadblocks you could have thrown up uh, against yourself. Instead, you really broke those barriers down. Well, that's kind of you to say, George. Most of us, and certainly for what I've learned in life, is that when you set a goal, things sort of fall into place. And there's a marvelous quote that I I don't have off the top of my head, but it's by Goethe. And it has to do with commitment. And when you commit to doing something, whatever that might be, the universe sort of opens up and things will come your way that you never expected. And taking advantage of them will get you closer to your goal. And I find found that happened. I met people who gave me a tip here and there, another one who would offer help in how to build an algorithm for either viewing, you know, movement, or someone who could help with the teaching part of it as well. And that more than anything staying committed and on task with those things and then having a supportive community uh, just end up in in some success and there are a couple of us who succeeded and I believe that we are we're all sort of on the same track with with what we did with our goals and and having that supportive community and uh, a method to achieve those. In conclusion, any words of encouragement for people that are thinking about uh, taking an assessment? Well, I guess for me, I'd have to say you're never too old. (laughs) But um, it's a lot of fun, and it's one of the best experiences I've ever had in my life, and I'm so grateful to be able to do this and um, to be able to pay it forward. So I guess that's it. It's worth it. Lynn Bentley, congratulations again on completing your level two. And thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us on First Chair. Thanks a lot, George. Always great to talk to you. From the PSIA ASI studios in Lakewood, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. <laughs>